Thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Father, I pray you be with us as we go into this time of uh, communion. God, I pray that you would be with each one that you would be glorified in this meeting in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord, and thank you for your love for us. And thank you for those moments that you reveal to each other in your word. preparing this serving, and uh, we've been doing this series on serving, right? I serve, I talked about that last week, we'll do a couple more, and I was preparing this, and, and I got to studying about this, and, and something hit me this afternoon, and I want to share this with you today. There's something interesting going on in this room right now as we speak, just like this. Something that I probably, you probably haven't thought about, I hadn't thought about it until I sat down and studied this today. Did you realize that while we sat here in this place, right here in this place, We go through the day at 82.75 miles an hour, we're probably taking in 16,650 calories. Did you know that our blood will run 12,000 miles an hour instead of 12,000 miles per week, four times the distance of what we get from the sun? It took me two weeks to get to Spokane, Washington, back on a Harley. Four times in a 24, it's it's amazing. Our bodies, listen to this, our eyes can see one million Lungs are inhaled 8,640 times a day, it says. Whoa. And here's, here's the thing that's interesting. The brain has around 100 billion nerve cells. And then there's this one. When we touch something, like you know, when we touch something, we send a message to our brain at 125, 124 miles per hour. Those of us with ADD think that's a bad thing. an incredible thing. God created you and created me and he created us and he gave us a gift and we're in this body and it's an amazing thing that God has given to us. And as I was preparing this message about serving, there's another body that I want to talk to you about today and that body is this one. You see, being a member means being a part of the body. It's not like the human body, okay? That's just people that gather together. We're here today, but we're not just here on Sunday. We hang out through the week. Life groups are meeting in different places all through the week. And the body of Christ is a remarkable thing. And here's something we need to understand. That the body of Christ his church as a body, not just necessarily a building, and we are his disciples, and we're members of that. In fact, did you know that we were made for something even better? We live in a world where we spend most of our time trying to figure out what our purpose is. Our purpose is to serve God, and until we fit that piece in our puzzle of life, we will never be happy. We are made for God's purpose. We are the body the body look like? Well, I just happen to have a 
Deus é um milagre aqui. Ó, gente, deixa eu te falar uma coisa. O que foi emocionante? That's the foundation. That's all the funny stuff I put in this thing. That is the foundation. The church is a church. There are people that are emotional. Just look at them. Look at them. You see, it takes every one of us today. While you're sitting here today in the comfort of our sanctuary, there are people underneath us that are keeping you back. There are people over the other side of the building that are keeping you back. And the body of Christ requires all of us to be whole. Be whole. What does it look like? These pictures are showing us what happens when everybody comes together in the world. People who love Jesus. And did you notice? It's not just, you know, a certain demographic of people. It's all of us together. Isn't that a beautiful thing? And that God made you unique with your gifts and graces. You know, not everybody is gifted to sing. And so I've had people say to me, man, if I could just sing. I said, you know what? If I could just drive a nail, life would be good. God's given every one of you a gift. Did you know that the person that puts those cards in the back of that chair, that's just as important of a job as what they do up here on Sunday morning? says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but fellow citizens with the saints and with members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. That means every one of us. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. You see that? It wasn't any man. It was Jesus himself was the cornerstone. Remember what he said? I am the cornerstone. I'll build this church. The gates of hell won't stop it as long as he's there. Watch this. In whom the whole building fits together and grows into a holy temple. And gives you access to God. Isn't that beautiful? Every man places his trust in him. The Bible gives us a very clear picture of what membership in a church looks like. We all belong. And the fact of the matter is, that is, that we should be involved in the church. We live in a world that kind of teaches us that. You know, I was talking to a guy the other day. He said, you know, I'm me and Jesus. We got our own thing going. Remember that guy? Yeah, I said, uh, you know, me and Jesus don't have anything to do with that. But here's the fact of the matter. Yes, we do have our own thing going. But God didn't hire us or, or save us to be isolated. God called us to be a part of a group bigger than ourselves. You know, there's people that say, well, I don't, I don't need to come up there. Listen, the Bible, that's not biblical. The Bible says we need to be together. And we should join together and serve together, you know. And it teaches that we are a group of people that God has poured into this place at this time in history. All of us. We all belong. And we are the church. And we should be involved in the church. You see, the church from the very beginning, it wasn't a building. It was a movement. The word is ecclesia. And that word has implications. Ecclesia means the coming out of, of a movement that was happening. There was like the ecclesia of the, of the Roman Empire. There was like the ecclesia of other things that were happening. When they made these references to the church, these were the people that had stepped out from behind the church. And the Bible says that there was literally, the church was adding to the people, the, church, the Lord was adding to the church every day. That's 365 people a day, a year, I'm going to say, I'm adding more now. The church grew, developed, and it grew. 
Last week we talked about being servants. We talked about the work ethic that goes into that. You know, you can't serve and expect that to be promoted. Real servants think like servants, not only that they have to serve. Real servants think like servants. Real servants think about their responsibilities, not what other servants are doing for them. Real servants, our identity is in Jesus. And when we recognize this, it's in him that we serve and we belong. Real servants do not think in terms. We talked about service. We talked about leadership. We got the word of wisdom and insight that can work through
but that's where he lives. He shows up for common people. He calls people to the mission field. He calls people to soldiers. He calls people to serve. He's calling you to do something today. You have a gift. The neighbor is sitting here praying for us. If God moves you and wants you in this season of life, our relationship with God's already perfect. It was never intended to be perfect. Never. And you know, people, I've mentioned this before, people ask me, I have children that are gifted in some way, shape, or form. And and my gifted is not perfect. A lady came up to me and she said, that really, I mean, that's just fabulous. Why are they closing on you? Is there closing? I said, I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. I I don't know exactly, other than this. We have to get out of the building we got into. We can't just come in here and consume. God didn't call us to do that. He called the church to go and serve. Go. Don't don't sit back and tell the church what to do. So in Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to another. Now, I've never had any of those before, but I've watched a lot of life change. I've seen it happen. This is getting to the point where I have to be careful what I say here. Beautiful family, but what I'm saying is that, you know, there's times even in all of us, sometimes we we get frazzled and we don't know what to do.
together. They got together because they met together and they they did the Lord's Supper. It wasn't just once a quarter. They met every they met when they got together. They took the Lord's Supper. When they got together, they prayed and fasted. When they got together, they opened the Word. They read the Bible. And they had God bless that church.
I could go to every altar with my story. They could say that Jesus is the, is the hope of the world. The Lord Jesus came to save us from every single sin. First Corinthians 3, 9, it says, We are partners with the people who are not going to believe in us. And they put out the uh, Dallas Christian influencer worship pastor found out I was a former worship pastor who was being guilty of this. He said, I've heard news, he said, I've met news, but the reason I held that position is because I was a Christian. Well, Jerry and I, you know, we pray together, that's part of the thing, we pray together, but Thank you. 
Because the way you carry it says it. They loaded a truck with cans of bowling balls and cut them up. Y'all knew how much a truck cans? Somebody. This is right. 